Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It's packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work, so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, 
during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In this episode, we're talking about problem solving your manifestation practice. Now, I got a question for you. Is the law of attraction not working for you? Have you been trying to manifest for years, but are still living the same kind of life? Are you just fed up with your manifestation practices not working and just want to give it all up? Now, I'm here to tell you, don't give up just yet. I know exactly how you feel. I've been there myself. We've all been there at some point in our practice. From my personal perspective, the number one reason manifestation doesn't work for many people is because they're approaching it from a superficial perspective. I believe that doing the inner work is the foundation of manifestation. In truth, all that we ever want, given that our soul contracts and our life purpose are aligned with it, is all already ours. All we have to do is remove the obstacles that we've created that block it. I know manifestation has been used and abused by mainstream spirituality for years, but it's actually a truly beautiful and soulful practice when you do it right. And in this interview with Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth, we talk about the soul of manifestation, which is doing the inner work. Stephanie shares her go-to practices to overcoming your manifestation blocks and puts a soulful spin to popular manifestation methods such as scripting. Specifically, in this episode, you'll learn the role that self-love plays in manifestation, how to problem-solve your manifestation practice, how to use scripting in a heart-led way, and the importance of doing the inner work in manifestation. When you're done listening, come inside your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let us know what you thought about it. And without further ado, enjoy this episode with Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth. Stephanie Dawn Elizabeth is an intuition and manifestation mentor and host of Made of Magic, the podcast on a mission to change the idea that the magic we seek is somewhere outside of ourselves. Stephanie is here to guide you to awaken, embody, and amplify the magic you already have. Stephanie, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to chat all about tapping into and creating our own magic and purpose and creating the best life. But before we get into all of that, I want to hear about your story, your hero's journey. How Mm. did you end up doing this work? Yeah, Uh, it's like such a hard question. I always ask that to people on my podcast too. And when it's reversed, it's like, oh, that is such a hard question because I know it's such a long journey. But the short of the long story. When I was in my early 20s, I was in an abusive relationship. And when I got out of that, I obviously was in a place where I didn't even know like what to do. I think we've all had that moment of like no actual path to kind of pull yourself out of it. And I stumbled upon this, I think it was a blog at the time, just really mainly focused on kindness. And so I started on this little journey of connecting and kindness in whatever way that I could. At that time, I was really struggling with anxiety and my self-worth. And so whenever I went into, I was living in a small town at the time, I would kind of just challenge myself to connect with people in some way. I think when we're in our own thing, we tend to be in our own little bubble of not being able to, to feel like other people 
can see us or that other people are experiencing things in the world as well. So I kind of challenged myself to these small bits of kindness and connection and slowly it started to uh, allow me to realize that there was other people in the world going through things that I was maybe not in the same exact way, but just that spark of, okay, it's not just me experiencing something. It's not just me in the world. And from there, I started um, volunteering at a youth center. And that like amplified all of it for me of really realizing that the stuff that I was experiencing to the degree that I was, was really because we've never been taught to take care of ourselves. And I mainly mentor women now and, and used to mentor girls. And so for me, it was that experience as a woman of being like, we've sort of set people and women up to not have that connection with themselves and not really be able to, when you experience something hard or um, traumatic, to be able to have the tools or the connection with ourselves to realize that we also deserve the same kindness and connection and compassion with for ourselves that we offer to other people. And so that kind of sparked my journey of, at that time, I started to teach on inner kindness and, and how to create that connection with yourself. So fast forward now, um, about a year, and I always like to tell the whole story, because I think sometimes, especially as entrepreneurs, we like jump ship from, I was in that moment to now I'm like living the life that I love, but it is such a long journey and so many different pivots. And um, anyway, like a year, so I was, I was mentoring on inner kindness and uh, working with girls in schools around all of that. And then about a year and a half ago, I really had this moment two years ago where I decided to quit my job. And for a whole year, like nothing worked. So I was in a relationship, I got engaged, I quit my job, thinking like, okay, I'm going to make my business work, like everything in my life is going to click. And it didn't. And I had this intuition the whole time at that point of, okay, I knew I needed to call off my engagement. And I had this like little bit inside me of knowing that, but then still searching outside of myself for all of the different things that was going to click it. So, okay, I'm going to hire this coach, or I'm going to put this strategy in, or I'm going to uh, whatever, quit my job. And then everything is just going to fall into place because I'm taking action. And it didn't because I wasn't trusting this thing. So I had this whole entire summer of cocoon, I call it, where I really just allowed myself to make space for whatever needed to come through to come through and to really get to the decision about a year and a half ago where I ended up calling off an engagement. And literally that clicked everything, that trust and that that listening to my own intuition. My business exploded. I actually met the love of my life like two months later. And so now I mentor mostly on, I mentor women, but it really does speak to everybody that trusting of your own answer. We really look everywhere, but within our own selves for the thing that we know is true for someone else to validate it or for somebody to fix it or someone to solution it. Um, but there's literally nothing more magic than you. And so now I guide women back to trusting that. I love that. It sounds like your whole journey was all about shifting from looking for that fulfillment and that yeah. love 
from like from, from searching it in other people and in other things, just learning to find within yourself. And it's something I truly relate because my first book is called Be the Guru, which is all about mm. learning to become your own uh, guru rather than depending on, on everybody else. Yeah. Uh, now, I want to ask the question that it's quite obvious, but I think it's worth addressing. Why is it so important to stop looking for love, happiness and wisdom outside of ourselves and start finding that magic within us? Why? Why do Cause it? Because it's, it's nowhere else. Like it's such a, I mean, it's the opposite of what we've been taught, right? So it is such a journey to like be able to truly trust yourself. But, and it's actually an interesting conversation for right now in the moment that we're in, because it's sort of exactly, I have so many chills. That's exactly what we're being asked to realize that there's no level. And I love that that's what your book is called. There's no actual level of this person has the answer for this, this person, because whatever they're, you're attracted to in them is really just reflecting the thing that you need. Yes. And I talk about you're made of magic. But what I do, and yes, there's tools and there's strategies and there's ways that you can do the work, but ultimately, if you're trying to take exactly, okay, so let me listen to Stephanie or George's story and then just like implement exactly what they did and it's going to work for me, it's not. And so the whole, the short answer, exactly what you said, it's pretty obvious is because there is no actual answer that is a hundred percent correct for you, except for the answer that is for you and is you. And what I love is like what's going on right now. Like at the time of this recording, we're going through Mm -hmm. COVID-19. So we're forced to come into ourselves because we've we've spent this lifetime where we've been depending on our friends, on other people, on all our business, basically, to just find a sense of support and fulfillment. And then all of a sudden, we're we're, we're told to stay home and just be by ourselves. And, and most people are just starting right now, only right now to start facing all the emotions they've been suppressing and they've been in denial for so long. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like um, on some level, this lockdown is helping us all to, uh, yeah. in, a, in a way, like deepen our relationships with ourselves. Now, what do you think is, uh, what are the biggest obstacles in your experience while you're coaching women and, uh, and men as well with regards to uh, that prevent them? from accepting and tapping into their own magic? What is the biggest block that they face? Well, for women specifically, but again, I think everything I talk about is Mm. relevant to everybody. It's just, we've been taught the opposite. And so there's a lot of work to be done around like disconnecting. Uh, One thing that shows up a lot for the women that I mentor is like that worthiness, that our worthiness is based on our relationship. And that's true for my story in so many ways of, okay, Uh, I was in an abusive relationship and then I got into a relationship and I felt like, okay, once I'm engaged and I have the house and a year and a half ago, I had the engagement, the house, the dog, like what you're supposed to Mm. have. And uh, I thought that that's what my worthiness and all of that was based on. So I think the the biggest, like, I don't even want to say block, but the biggest work to be done is to come back to that realization that the things that, and again, this is the perfect moment, all the things that we thought really mattered or were really important or that our status and our worth came from, literally none of it means anything. And so it's, it's not necessarily a block, but it's that fear of once that stuff is stripped away or not even that it has to go away. Like you don't need to call up your engagement and all of these, this stuff to get to that core. But once we take the value off of that, then what am I left with? 
And so that's where the inner work of placing the value back on you and just the core, I'm worthy because I'm alive and because I'm here, not because all these things that I thought I was or all the things other people have told me are my value. And so I Mm. think it's just that fear of what's going to be left once that's all. Because that's, as as you've said, that's all we are taught when when we read books, when we watch TV series or movies, that is the story of a codependent relationship, like repeated over and over again and people depending uh, on things to to find their own happiness. Uh, So in in your experience, through your journey, um, what was the number one tool or process or or shift or mindset shift that helped you? disconnect from seeking external validation to coming into your own magic? Hmm. A lot of things. I think the first, if I'm thinking back, like the very beginning, because it's easy for me to say now what I do now, because it wasn't Hmm. what I did in that moment. Like I was saying with that kindness and connection, we give a lot, we give other people a lot more grace and compassion and kindness than we give ourselves. Uh, And so I think being able to, have that for other people, but then also recognize that you almost like you need to become aware of what you're thinking and feeling about yourself and what's repeating in your mind and the way that you're acting towards yourself um, by almost comparing it to, to other people. So let's say you have, uh, if you're a woman, let's say you, even if you don't have a daughter, even if you see your younger self in front of you, like imagine talking to her or putting the okay, you'll be worthy when you're married. You'll be worthy when you have X, Y, Z to her. And it's unimaginable, like you wouldn't. And so having that click for me was like, oh, what, why am I putting that out to Hmm. myself when I don't put that out to other people? And also I don't want to pass that on to generations of girls to come. And so it's up to me. Sometimes you got to kind of, when you're in that place, it's hard to do that for yourself if you've never done that before. And so there is that, like, you deserve that. But if even if that's hard, it's like, okay, well, I don't want to keep passing this on to other people. So I need to do the work. So I think that was like the very first, okay, I deserve to do this work. And then there's actual practical things of um, really giving time and space for myself. because we give so much time and energy to other people and other things. And we deeply want to know what the people we love need and what's going to make them happy and what they crave. And we want to like make it happen for them. But again, unless you intentionally do it, we don't really do that for ourselves. And so even just giving yourself a little, I call it magic mornings. It can be literally any time of the day, but a little slice of time. And I know everyone feels like we don't have time, but especially right now, we definitely have time. Um, without pressure, but just give yourself time and space to check in with what is going on in my own mind and my own body. We're so focused everywhere else. And even just a simple question of what do I need right now? And then actually following through with what comes up. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's powerful. And I can like, tell from my journey as well, like we're not taught to spend time with ourselves. Right. So when we spend time with ourselves, we don't know what to do. That's why uh, one of the processes that I used early on was mirror work as taught mm. by Louise Hay. Therefore, mm-hmm. looking at myself in the mirror and just saying that I love me in the mirror and just felt so awkward because nobody teaches us to love ourselves or to yep. spend time with ourselves. We live in an extroverted world. It's all about others and doing things with other people. I remember uh, when I was uh, studying at university in the UK, we had an assignment. We were, it was a class called Geographies of Food. I studied geography. Mm. So it was the, the assignment was for a week, eat by yourself and write an essay to reflect on that. And I'm like, how's that mm. a challenge? Like, that, that's what I do yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I realized that people were really struggling with this. Like, they couldn't, like, oh my God, I'm going to get depressed. I'm like, why are you going to get depressed? You're just having a meal with yourself. I, I yeah. couldn't make the connection. And then I realized, like, we live in this world, but we're not taught how to do this. So I think that is so powerful what you're sharing with us. Now, it's let's so sh- true. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's so clear right now. And I have so many friends who are extroverts, but even if you're an extrovert, you still require that inner connection. But because we're so used to looking for it everywhere else or being busy, right? Like, okay, you want to eat. The first thing that came to me when you said like eat by yourself would be that our first reaction would be, okay, I'll eat with myself, but I'm going to watch TV or I'm going to be on my phone or I'm going to be distracted because like, what am I going to do? Just sit there and eat. And so it's just that reminder that even if you're an extrovert and I have tons of extroverted friends who are like mega struggling during this time because there's nothing to like fill their space. That is still very, it doesn't matter if you're an introvert, extrovert, whatever. It's still a necessary pullback of all the places that you're giving away that connection. Yes, because like being an extrovert could, could be used as an excuse by many people. Right. Oh, I'm an extrovert. I don't need like alone time. But yes, yeah. you do. otherwise you're like codependent on so many other people and things. Yeah. And there's no room for anything to ever come through your own intuition, any kind of connection, any kind of answer you're looking for. It's like exactly what we were talking about in the beginning. Nothing is out there. Yes. You can enjoy being social and doing stuff, but then you still got to give yourself that moment to like, okay, am I actually happy? Do I actually enjoy these things? Am I actually connected to myself? Now, 
so let's say we've done the work, we've come into our magic, we're trusting ourselves. Let's shift it now to manifestation yeah. and creation. Yeah. What would you say is the number one tool that you use to mm-hmm. manifest that and to use this magic that you've just nurtured, you learned to connect with your intuition. Yeah. Now I want to use this connectedness to create my ideal life. How yeah. do we go about it? Well, it's interesting because I feel like I'm sort of in a transition period too with even just how I teach manifestation or, mm. or what I, because it's so much deeper. Like, again, we can talk about the tools, which is a little bit different for all of us too, because it depends how we feel it. Like mm. it has to feel connecting to us. But the truth is manifesting works because you are connecting with yourself. It's, it's like we, again, as humans want to make it a lot more complex than it mm. actually is. We're like, okay, so I need to, I do journal. That is how I actually like connect with myself and spirit. But it's only because I have a connection with myself and spirit that the journaling and all of that works. And so it's important to have those tools, especially in the beginning, right? Like to, okay, I've never done it before. I need to journal or I need to, but I think we sometimes use that also as like an added to do or pressure or, um, why it's not working. Like, oh, I just didn't journal. So I'm not manifesting. So now I talk about it more as it's just that constant inner transformation and check-in and that constant, mm, what, what does, what do I need? What do I need to create? And so for me now, the way that I teach it is yes, the journaling and all of that is important. But one of the biggest ways to manifest is you have to be able to imagine that that's actually true. So worthiness that it is available to you and that it is actually you are actually worthy of it um but if we're looking for like a practical tool i would say the thing that i use the most is journaling and um getting in the energy of what that thing feels like i was just talking about this this morning in um one of my groups of a lot of us right now are feeling that like anticipation of what's going to happen based on nothing because we have no idea and so it's really important to check in with what am I anticipating is going to happen for my life if you're anticipating that I'm always going to be struggling love is always going to be hard people are always going to cheat I'm always going to be broke and whatever it's not to say that like you're that's for sure going to happen but it's going to be a whole lot harder to have a magic life where everything is actually and that doesn't mean that quote unquote negative things don't happen or that you're not going to experience the 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 fall at some point in your life because it's inevitable and you need to but really checking in with like what am I imagining for myself in my life what am I anticipating is going to happen and like how does that energetically feel and as much as possible when you're intentionally trying to manifest you're always manifesting so you might as well do this but as much as possible like getting in that flow, dream, like not how am I going to make this happen, but what is this actually going to feel like and who do I need to be now in order to call that in? You touched on a very important point, the, uh, that the, all the tools that we use, the manifestation and tools are rooted in right. the relationship we have with ourselves because yeah. so many people have been taught to use manifestation in a very superficial way. Like the universe is my bitch and I'm going to do affirmations yeah. and the universe will bring what I, what, what I want to my life. But that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. The, way, the way I teach it is that uh, manifestation is really collaboration and co-creation with the universe yeah. rather than, oh, universe, I want this, just work for me. Like that's not how it mm-hmm. works. 
song. <laughs> One of my best friends is a medium and she always has, I think she calls it like minutes with spirit or something like that, yes. where instead of that, like we're always asking, we're always like, especially when something's happening, right? Like right now we're like, oh shit, I need to manifest. So I'm going to like ask and that's beautiful. You have to ask, but you also got to ask, what do they need? What, yes. what am I here to offer? And so she does, I think she calls it minutes with spirits or sitting with spirit or something like that, where there's no, in, there's no intention for her. It's just what needs to come through me and what can I give? Hmm. And so it is that co-creative. There has to be, what can I give? And then not even like, what will I receive, but what can we create? And another block that people face is that um, sometimes they use these superficial processes. Yeah. They find out that they're not working and they're like, oh, this law of attraction thing doesn't work. So what can we do to problem solve when our manifestation processes aren't working? Well, I think it's all we've been talking about. Like, it's not that it's not working. Number one, you got to trust the timing because it's yes. not your timeline. Huh. And also we get super specific. Some people manifest specifically, but like loosen the grip. Hmm. Like I always say, if you're trying to manifest like this, then it's just not going to work. And it's for, yeah. It's just not going to feel good. It's going to come from that energy of like, give me, give me, give me all about me. And so the more you can like loosen the grip and surrender and trust, especially right now, uh, the, the better it's going to feel good. And therefore, the more you're going to manifest. We kind of do it backwards, right? Where we're just like, I'm going to feel, and this is what I did with like my engagement and all of that. I'm going to feel different when I have the thing or when my business is successful, then I'm going to feel happy and then I'm going to be able to give and whatever you have to like reverse engineer it. You're only going to manifest those things when you're in that space of feeling that energy already. Mm. And it's not lying. I think that's a block we have sometimes. I hear that a lot from clients of like, well, I can't be in the energy of having a lot of money because I don't have a lot of money. Um, so I get it because we've all been in that fear in that place, but you can still pivot and shift your energy back to yourself and what is that going to feel like when you do? What beauty are you going to add to the world? Um, so it's not that like manifestation doesn't work. You got to give it time. First of all, you can't journal. I remember when my boyfriend and I started dating and we started like journaling together and he's like, yeah, I did that once, but like it didn't work. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you can't like work out once and then like you're buff. So yeah. you, you have to give it time and energy and, and place value on it, but also that inner part is actually the part that so yes do the the actions and the things but place a lot more value on that connection i um, love it oh my goodness you've given us so many tools to both tap into our magic but also to use that magic to create something magical <laughs> into okay. our life stephanie thank you so much for coming onto the podcast wishing you a lovely rest of your day thank you thanks for having me Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.